0: Hello and welcome to College Sports Conversations presented by the NCAA. I'm Cameron Shu. The NCAA is a membership-led organization with the groundwork for the way the schools and conferences work together being created by a number of committees. These committees are comprised of conference representatives, on-campus administrators, coaches, and even student athletes. One could argue that one of the most important committees is the Student-Athlete Advisory Committee found in each division. In Division I, the SAC group has 32 members representing each conference, and they are responsible for ensuring the student-athlete voice is heard throughout all the committee's decisions. Today, my guest is the chair of the D1 SAC, Cody Shimp from the Atlantic 10 Conference. Cody is a recent graduate from St. Bonaventure University, where he was a baseball player and earned both his adolescent education undergrad and sports administration master's degrees.
1: Cody, welcome. Welcome. It's great to be here with you today, Cam.
0: Well, thanks for taking the time, my man. And so now, Cody, how would you describe the role of the Division I SAC and its importance?
1: Yeah, you know, the role of Division One SAC is to really enhance the student-athlete experience and give student-athletes voice within NCAA governance. Every student-athlete has a different experience, whether if it's through, you know, through our campuses, through our individual sports, throughout You know, if you're part of your conference student-athlete advisory committee and even the experiences of being on national SAC, each student-athlete has a different experience and a unique one. So what we try and do here at the national level is enhance student-athlete experience, advocate for student-athletes on the ground level, and really try and encompass all of that.
0: I love that background. And, And for you specifically, like you mentioned, you've been on the D1 SAC for over two years now most recently serving as the chair or leader of the committee. What's this experience been like for you?
1: Yeah, you know, this, like you said, this will be my third year on the committee as the chair. Um, You know, I started out, I believe it was the year after COVID. That was my first year. And um, it was a tough one. It was, you know, it was a really tough year coming out of COVID and things like that. But, um, you know, I started, I was appointed to a standing committee, the Strategic Vision and Planning Committee, and at the same time, I was appointed to the Committee for Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports. So <laughs> My goodness, man. They were two very, very hefty committees to be a part of. And uh, I wouldn't change those experiences for anything. You know, I, the the administrators and people on those committees were very helpful and, you know, transitioning and just the knowledge that you learn on those committees is, you know, amazing, um, especially the health and safety group. If
0: you don't mind, what, what were some of those learning lessons for you from that committee?
1: The one that comes to mind the most is the transgender participation um you know because it's such a hard topic and a hard conversation to have um, because you want to be inclusive for all student athletes across the board you want to provide you know all the opportunities possible but you know in society today it's just a very tough conversation to have because what's right and what's wrong there's a lot of science out there that supports Uh, one thing. There's science out there that supports another thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, being at St. Bonaventure, um, actually there was multiple times I've had letters sent to one of our administrators mailbox advocating, sent to me directly since I'm on the committee, Mm -hmm. advocating um, for to have transgender student-athletes not participate. And that just, it really it stays in my mind being on that committee. It's a focal point that something we've had long, extensive conversations about. And just like I use that letter example because it's, you know, it just, it speaks to how important the topic is to people in society and our sports industry.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And I'm sure that's, that's a tough thing. to a do. Very, too. very tough thing. Yeah. Now I want to kind of dive a little deeper into that in terms of, You've been on the St. Bonaventure sack for over three years now, almost your entire career yeah. at the school. Um, obviously, along with that, you're the Atlantic Ten sack rep. Um, what was the inspiration for you to get involved in all of this work? I mean, knowing you, you already have a busy schedule with your studies and your baseball commitment. What, what's the motivation behind all that?
1: I like to stay busy. I like to be <laughs> engaged, and yeah. I like to, you know, be engaged with other members in our campus. You know, in high school, I was um, our student president, student body president, and I really enjoyed that, and when I came to St. Bonaventure my freshman year, I said, you know what, I'm a Division I student athlete now, I really don't have the time to get engaged in different things, and with morning lifts, and practice daily, and class schedule, being a freshman, it was tough, so I didn't do anything my freshman year. My sophomore year is when I really started to get engaged. Um, I started out on the ground level just like a lot of our student athletes here at the national level now. I started out with the community engagement opportunities, um, whether if it was um, on our campus community and in the only in New York general area. Um, I organized a lot of canned food drives with a local school district. It was called the Super Bowl of Caring. I love so it. we Very cool. we gathered um, canned and partial foods at on our St Bonaventure campus, and Olean school district did the same, and we kind of worked together and combined and collected over a thousand items together wow. for the local community. That's so impressive. it was, it was a very, very good, you know, partnership opportunity between the school district and St. Bonaventure. But, um, and also, you know, there's another local uh, group called Operation Warm Hearts and only in Olean that helps give, um, cause it's Western New York, it is cold. So we provide and gather, um, just winter clothes for kids, like mittens, hats, coats, Socks to help the you know under resourced families and kids in the community, and um, we partnered on that together. So it was just simple community service mm-hmm. things that um, I started out with, and I was uh, fortunate enough to join our Atlantic Ten conference group, mm-hmm. and um, from there get appointed to the national Division One stack.
0: It's, uh, it's been a great run, man. It has been. And it but, really so, has from been. the sound of it, you you've had you know community give back as a, as a part of you for as long as you can remember
1: that is yes community engagement is something that is very important to me especially in areas where they're under-resourced or you know below the poverty line because that that stuff's important to give back to children and families that may not have resources like other parts of the country or other cities it's it's important to me
0: and and, and I, I love hearing it because as busy as you are, when something's that important to you, you find the time. To hear, find the time. That's that's great. Definitely find the time. I love it. Now, one of the things you referenced a little bit ago about some of the different committees you've been on, earlier this year you had the opportunity to participate in the summit on cannabinoids that was organized by the NCAA Sports Science Institute. Uh, tell us a little bit about that summit and what you gained from it.
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a very interesting summit. I had a great time. You know, SSI put on a very very informative and engaging summit on cannabinoids because that's a you know hot topic here with college sports and even in society is cannabinoids. Absolutely. The very first topic in the summit was a lot of the science and background on cannabinoids. And it was myself, a division two rep, and a division three rep. And we were all sitting next to each other. And it felt like we were in organic chemistry class. that <laughs> was that's that type of stuff went in one ear and out yeah. the other. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But it was the other presentations that were really engaging. It and I can say, you know, that a lot of the experts, the, you know, psychologists and mental health experts and cannabinoid experts that were part of the group. We all came to the conclusion that it's not in the interest of the association to test for cannabinoids just during championships. The association doesn't test for it during the regular season. So why, what's the rationale for testing for cannabinoids during championships? If you're not going to do it during the regular season, why are we doing it during championships? Because, you know, a student athlete is going to participate throughout the whole season without getting tested And then all of a sudden they make it to championships and they get tested and pop a positive. Well, that's, it it just doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was the outcome of the summit and a lot of that information is now being socialized throughout the association and the public is that it's not in the interest of the association to test for cannabinoids. But if an institution wants to, that's totally up to their prerogative. Mm -hmm. But um, also along with that is that, Student athletes should not be punished. There should be no punitive measures if a student athlete tests positive for cannabinoids. Now, um, something, some of the recommendations from the summit as well, whereas we need an extensive educational piece to this because you know, about 25 years ago, when maybe your parents were saying. Cannabinoids was grass back then? It was. Cannabis today is so much much more potent than 20, even 10 years ago. The THC levels are actually very concerning. That's something that we learned in the summit. um, And that there's just so many different forms of it. And that student-athletes need to be informed of just the effects of cannabis on their performance and their health and safety.
0: I love that. Thank you for putting that in that framework. That's excellent. And more than anything, thank you for saying 25 years ago, my parents, (laughs) because as you can not see on a visual platform like this, I'm well past that, but appreciate that. (laughs) So now let's let's actually take a look back at your time as a baseball player at St. Bonaventure. Everything factored into there, you know, we talked about the time commitments you had and everything, but being, being a baseball player, a Division One baseball player at a university, what values and life preparation did you gain from your time on the field and, and obviously during your college career?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, St. Bonaventure is a Franciscan institution, and it's a very unique institution. And I can say that St. Bonaventure incorporates their values of compassion, wisdom, community, into a lot of the sports programs um the baseball team you know we struggled we didn't have a lot of success on the field but i can say as a group um throughout my years we stayed as a core throughout our struggles and that's you know something that's very important that i will say to you know a lot of different student athletes that are on teams that struggle is you need to stay as a core with your team you know because A lot of teams that struggle will you know separate and alienate themselves and create factions and within the teams which is not something that you want so that's one thing i will say in my experience at st bonaventure playing baseball is we stayed together throughout our struggles i will also say um being a gay baseball player has been something that is really tough Um, you don't come across many baseball players that are part of that community so there is at times that i felt isolated felt alienated um just because some of the rhetoric that you hear um some of it i have over time developed thick skin and become numb to a lot of the comments that you hear um, which is sad to say it's a strength that yeah. you know you have thick skin develop yeah. thick skin but it's also sad to say that you have to become numb to a lot of the you know comments that you hear and that's it's probably because a lot of at the time when I was younger a lot of my teammates didn't know but now towards my end I became more comfortable and everything which is you know huge for me at times it just becomes tough yeah and you have to you know something that I did was I had other friend groups on campus obviously I was engaged with a lot of different groups, so it was always nice to have other groups that you could always fall back on, and you could feel really comfortable around, and uh, you know, just be yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, um, sorry to hear you had to experience that um, to that degree. You said you referenced your your support system. How how did that help you come through and and be the positive influence you
1: are? yeah you know just you know for myself i believe i have thick skin and you know a lot of things don't really get under my skin um you know six and stones may break your bones (laughs) that that phrase that saying Right, right um but those support systems really just allowed me to be myself my true self in those environments and whether we were you know i don't know in the lunch hall eating lunch or you know off campus doing something having fun just allowed myself to be myself sometimes in between the lines on the field it would just became tough yeah. like i said there's not many student athletes or just baseball student athletes in general that are a part of this community so it's something that's new and uh unknown to a lot of uh athletes in that space gotcha gotcha thank you for that I appreciate yeah absolutely you saying that.
0: um so I want to wrap up here with with just two last questions. First being, what's next for you?
1: Yeah, so right now, this past year, I was a graduate assistant baseball coach at St. Bonaventure. Very cool. And um, I really love coaching. Like, I got my um, undergraduate degree in education. I love teaching. I love coaching. I love nurturing and helping make an impact on people's lives. Um, and actually, this next year, I'm going to return to St. Bonaventure and Awesome. Still represent the Atlantic 10 Conference here at the national level. I'm going to continue my studies and pursue a master's in business administration while I'm still there because it all worked out. I had one more year of eligibility to represent the Atlantic 10 Conference here at the national level. So I will be returning to Bonas and uh, pursuing my MBA and uh, helping out coach and work with our pitching staff.
0: I love hearing, I love hearing that you, you're you comfortable enough to even stay, stay at that institution Absolutely. and be able to continue to give back. Um, so last question, we always like to ask uh, student athletes that are, that are in the chair you're in now. And, and I think especially based on what you just said, it's even more prevalent to ask now than ever. What advice would you have for current and incoming student athletes to get the most out of their college experience like you have? And if I may, specifically um, someone that might be a gay uh, individual
1: yeah that's a really really good question i could go down a couple different avenues you know one thing i would do i would say is get engaged um right now especially in this environment college sports a lot of administrators and university presidents want to hear the student athlete perspective they want to hear about your experience and that's wholesome it's true from the heart that they want to hear your experience um For me, becoming engaged provided so many opportunities. It opened so many doors, and that can happen for anyone. I started, like we talked about a couple minutes ago, I started from the ground up, just organizing community service, and I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to work my way up the food chain and be here. So that's one thing I would echo is get engaged. Um, For student athletes that are part of the population that I am, I would encourage you to, you know, find your friend groups that you can be yourself. And just be open about you know how you're feeling. Don't back yourself into a corner. Don't feel like you're alienated or talk. Just be open and communicative, transparent with your team and your coaches and other people that you might come across.
0: Cody, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. And, and your just full transparency and everything. I really appreciate
1: it. Absolutely, it was great.
0: And that does it for this edition of College Sports Conversations presented by the NCA. Thanks for joining us and I look forward to talking to you again soon.